Others were a real crowd pleaser in a place where the nearest mall was a ferry ride away and first-run movies were virtually unheard of. So a singing group who performed rock and roll through the ages by altering their wigs and their costumes and reenacting the greatest hits of the 1950s onwards was akin to a mystical appearance by Kurt Cobain, especially if you had any imagination. Jen was grousing. Watching the timebenders was bad enough, she was saying. Watching the timebenders at the same time as being a third wheel on the Derek and Becca love bike was even worse. Becca smiled and ignored her. Jen loved to grouse. She said, So who are these guys anyway? in reference to the timebenders as she dipped into the kettle corn and leaned comfortably against Derek's arm. God, who do you think? was Jen's unhelpful reply. You know how other county fairs have shows where has-been performers give their last gasp before they finally hang it up and retire? Well, what we got is unknown performers reenacting the performances of has-been performers. Welcome to Whitby. And would you stop feeling her up, Derek? She said to their companion. Holding her hand isn't feeling her up, was the boy's easy reply. Now, if you want to see some serious feeling up, he leered at Becca. She laughed and gave him a playful shove. I hate this, you know, Jen told her friend. She was returning to the previous third wheel on the love bike topic. I should have stayed home. Lots of things come in threes, Becca said. Like what? Well, tricycle wheels. Triplets, Derek said. Those three-wheel baby buggies for joggers who need to take their kids with them, Becca added. Birds have three toes, Derek pointed out. Then, don't they? He said to Becca. Great. Jen reached for more funnel cake and jammed it into her mouth. I'm a bird toe. Let me send that out on Twitter. Which would, of course, be the last thing Jen McDaniels could have done, since among them, Derek was the only one who possessed anything remotely close to technological. Jen had neither computer, nor iPhone, nor iPad, nor laptop, because her family was too poor for anything more than a third-hand color television the size of a Jeep, practically given away by the thrift store in town. As for Becca, well, there were a lot of reasons why Becca remained at a distance from technology, and all of them had to do with keeping a profile so low that it was invisible. The time benders came forth at this point, climbing onto the stage past amplifiers that looked like bank vaults. Their wigs, pegged pants, white socks, and poodle skirts indicated that, just like last year, they'd be starting with the fifties. The time benders never worked in reverse. The crowd cheered as the show began, lit by the rest of the midway with its games of chance and its creaking thrill rides. The best of the fifties blasted forth at maximum volume. Over the noise, Jen shouted at Becca, Hey, you probably won't need that thing. That thing was a hearing device that looked like an iPod in possession of a single earbud. It was called an odd box, and despite what Jen thought, Becca didn't use it to help with her hearing, at least not in the way Jen thought she used it. Jen and everyone else believed that the odd box helped Becca understand what was being said to her by blocking out nearby noises that her brain wouldn't automatically block, like the noise from other tables that you might hear in a restaurant but normally be able to ignore when someone was talking to you.
That was what Becca let people believe about the odd box, because it did, actually, block out some noise. Only the noise it blocked was the noise inside the heads of the people who surrounded her. Without the odd box, she was bombarded by everyone's thoughts. And while hearing people's thoughts could have its benefits, most of the time Becca couldn't tell who was thinking what. So since childhood, the odd box was what she wore to deal with her auditory processing problem, as her mom had taught her to call it. Thankfully, no one questioned why the odd box's loud static helped her in understanding who was speaking. More important, no one knew that without it, she was one step away from reading their minds. Becca said, Yeah, I'll turn it down. And she pretended to do so. Up on the stage, the time benders were rocking and rolling through Rock Around the Clock, while an eye.